Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Welcome back, Raider Nation, to another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch broadcast brought to you by the three amigos. Myself, Micah, Tyler, my partner at crime, and the lusty voice everybody so looks forward to that... Graces is on again, off again, still has a job here. Birch <laughs> joins us at the podcast. Gentlemen, we're, we are, what, two weeks now removed from the draft? Birch, let's start with you. How are you feeling about the draft? Oh, boy. Why did you do that to me? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I have ups and downs. I mean, the later rounds was great. The first couple of rounds was like, oh, the draft board set up just how we planned, and then here's a curveball. So I don't know. Um, give well, it a give it a grade. Give it a grade, and then we'll dive in deep deeper. Oh wow! Later, a grade. I would probably say oh, a C, bordering C minus. Like it, Tyler. Same thing, man. How what your feelings? Give us a grade, and then we'll get a little deeper into it as the show goes on. It's good to be back. I missed you, fellas. So. <laughs> I've been like, hey, can we do a podcast now? Yeah, nope, sorry, I'm bad. working. I actually have things to do is what Birch said. So <laughs> anyways, I kind of give this the, the draft the same kind of grade that Birch does. Um, it's I was underwhelmed by several of the picks. I really liked um, I, I must promote our insiderness, Micah. You called Lynn Bowden. To the Oakland, yes, or I mean, to the Las Vegas Football oh. Raiders. Apologize, I apologize, there, fans. And I called, uh, what is the dude's name from Louisiana Amik, Tech? Amik Robertson. Amik Robertson. There we go. So, uh, congratulations on our insiderness once again elevated uh, to insider status, which. Always feels good because when yeah, you're when you're calling shots like that, that's two years in a row. Hunter Renfro, yes, Amik Robertson, Lynn Bowden, very nice, well done, gentlemen. Way to do your homework. Next year we'll make it three for three. Like uh, and then, I, you know, I I guess like a I would say like I would go C to C plus because we got some needs. Um, there were some players that I was really excited about others that I was like, what the heck did you just do? Why did you do that? But alas, I am not Mike Mayock, nor am I John Gruden, but I did call them afterward and I did say, Hey guys, <laughs> the board fell just how we wanted it. Why, why did you do what you did? And right. what, what did they say? Why are you the uh, way that you are? Yeah. Why are you the way? Why? <laughs> Are you, yeah, Toby? <laughs> what, what did I hate so I... much about the things you choose to be. Um, 
no, Mayock said, well, I looked at your board and there were a few players that we liked more than what you had. And I told him, hey, man, you know, it is what it is, but I didn't like this pick. And he said, well, you'll be surprised. So I'm, I've am i got um, high aspirations, I guess you could say. But I'm going to go C, C+, because we did address the wide receiver position twice, which I think was very much needed. Uh, we grabbed a corner who's going to have a lot of pressure on him uh, to perform very early out of the gate, which is very difficult for cornerbacks coming out of college. And uh, we got a couple, well, I guess two corners, huh? And then yeah. we got an offensive lineman and a, a running back Swiss Army knife, which I really like that pick. That's going to be a fun pick. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I would say CC plus probably just because there were other players there that I thought would be higher on the board. And I was like, hey, this guy's there. And they took uh, somebody else like Henry Ruggs for a par example. And uh, I couldn't believe we had all three of those guys sitting there. And then we took rugs. So, anywho, that's what I gave it, C, C+. Yeah, I like it. I'm I'm at a solid C just because, like, I feel like some of these guys, like, why we took rugs over Judy or Lamb. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously, high hopes. Like, that could turn out, I feel like, to be a really good pickup, right? When, you know, if rugs at the end of his rookie season has like, you know, 10 touchdowns. We're going to be like, oh man, that was a great pick, right? Um, uh, and then some of them, yeah, the Damon Arnett, a uh, little bit head scratching there. Again, one of those picks that I'm like, though, but it's got the potential though to be really good where we're going like, good grief. So many other teams passed on this guy. Like what a heady move by Gruden and, and Mayock. Or in two years, if we're shipping him out like we just did with the, Oh, bucket face over to Houston. Um, then, Conley, yeah, Conley. You know, oh, Conley bucket Island was face. A, <laughs> Conley Island was was a thing for like what six months or a year or so. Yeah, and uh, and the next thing we know, he's heading over to Houston and missing tackles in Houston. So, um, yeah, it was one of those things that like a couple of these picks, two or three of these picks have like actually about four of these picks in my opinion have the potential to be like massive scores. Or just really massive blows. So, um, well, I guess we'll see how it goes as the as the season progresses. But Raider Nation, thanks so much for joining us. We kind of just dove right in there. No beating around the bush. Uh, as always, if you want to get on the podcast, give us a call. 208-557-9771. Get on the podcast. Let your voice be heard. We love playing phone calls back. We talk about them. Talk about anything you want, as long as it's Raider or football related. Uh, we love it. Um, Tyler, you're sending me hand signs. Am I missing something here? We have two phone calls this week. As My a matter goodness. Of, oh, two phone calls. Okay. They're rather old, but I think we should still play them. One from the Burton and one from uh, old John. So. Oh, I love it. Okay, so we'll get to those here in just a few minutes. And as always, follow us on Twitter at Behind Patch. Or our Facebook page, Behind the iPads. Search for that page. We are on both platforms. You can shoot us messages, whatever you want. You want to send us free merchandise? I mean, we accept that kind of stuff, too. I mean, I, I won't turn it down. Put it that way. <laughs> and we're doing giveaways, as always. We've been we've given a couple t-shirts away. Um, just doing general stuff like that. We have a lot of fan polls, especially as the season gets closer. So we enjoy getting in on it, interacting with the fans. So get in on it with us. We'd enjoy to hear from you. 
As always, we are family-friendly and political-free, going on like, I don't know, 50 episodes or something like now, right now. So I'm excited. We're excited. Everybody should be excited as long as the season starts. Uh, you know, that's the one thing I'm most worried about. You know, they've got like this plan B in place to start at like the 1st of October or October 15th or something like that if we can't start at the beginning of the season. And me personally... I'm afraid to say, but I think that's probably what's going to end up happening. I don't think the season will start until October. But silver lining, that means we'll have no Pro Bowl. So hallelujah. Yeah, that really hurts the old feelings, doesn't it? (laughs) I know. I look forward to that Pro Bowl game. Like, I mark it on my calendar when they release the schedules. I'm like, okay, clear this Sunday out because my fanny will be on the couch watching the Pro Bowl with, you I know, love watching drinks. those guys go out there and do absolutely nothing. Jogging. Oh, they give it a hundred percent, Tyler, and you know it. One hundred percent. They play with a lot of pride and a lot of dignity, and they give it their all. And it's just you know, Derek Carr threw a couple touchdowns, a, a couple long bombs, and some Pro Bowls. Why don't we ever see that in real games? Oh, oh, jeez, yeah, starting early, taking <laughs> shots early. Early. Anyway, guys, should we get to the phone calls now? And then we'll talk about the draft, who we liked, who we didn't like. And then we're going to move on because the schedule just came out this week. We'll move on to the schedule, talk about wins, losses, what we think is going to happen. I think we all have differing opinions on what's going on there. But, Tyler, if you're good, um, uh, let's go ahead and get to the phone calls. Sweet. Let's do it. Tyler and Micah, this is the Burton, James Burton calling you after round one of the 2020 NFL draft. And I know that there is disappointment in the house because your boy C.D. Land did not get taken by the Raiders and then adding insult to injury. We had to watch Jerry Jones snagging at 17. But here's what I want to say, and I say this acknowledging that I am not the the college football evaluator because I just don't watch enough of college football. But I did go look at some Henry Ruggs video, obviously, since we drafted him. And here's what I can say about him. He reminds me of Antonio Brown. Hopefully, he's not a psycho. But his play reminds me of Antonio Brown. His speed is obvious, but even – The way he catches, the way he runs, I kept thinking, who does this guy remind me of? And it it was Antonio Brown. So I have a feeling that's why Gruden pulled the trigger on Henry Ruggs III. I just hope they chunk the ball down the field. I hope they use him to his capabilities, and I hope it opens up the offense, which is obviously the reason. All right, guys, I'll be listening, as always. And thanks for what you do. Enjoy your podcast. Hopefully in the third round, we'll pick three good ones. Talk to you all soon. God bless. What's up, Tyler, Micah Birch? This is John. Wanted to call in, give you some of my uh, draft thoughts on this Sunday, post-draft Sunday. Pretty uh, pretty happy and satisfied with the way 
the draft went as a whole, I'd say. Um, I wasn't huge on the Arnett pick at 19. And uh, I guess the only other negative would have been that we went in with seven picks and didn't actually walk away with any more than that seven picks. But um, I loved a lot of the picks. Uh, I wanted C.D. Lamb also at 12, but uh, I guess Gruden's guy was Ruggs, so should make for some entertaining offense either way, I guess, with Ruggs taking the top off and then uh, Bowden as their uh, running back gadget guy. That should be uh, pretty entertaining to watch. And then uh, Edwards, the big-bodied bully receiver. Um, I liked what I saw out of his, I guess, uh, YouTube highlights, and uh, I really liked uh, – Pretty much all the picks, I like probably my favorite pick was uh, Amik Robertson, right in the uh, our last pick in the fourth round. He could end up being better than Arnett, maybe. I mean, I, I'm not Mike Mayocker, I'm not that smart. I sit at home on my couch and Twitter GM, but that was probably my favorite pick. I think he could be our this year's Max Crosby type value pick. Anywho, wondering uh, what you guys think. I know it wasn't names that that we had seen in mock drafts going to the Raiders very much, but. Happy to get a Meek Robertson for sure, and and uh, Henry Ruggs. I guess we're just gonna take the top off. I guess so. Uh, have a good one, guys. Hope you enjoyed the draft. Jonathan, guys, thank you so much for giving us a call. Um, we'll talk about Burton first. Um, yeah, th- that's pretty high praise, my man, comparing him to Antonio Brown. I hope you're right. I hope you're right, James, because that, um, yeah, I, obviously I was more on the rugs train, or not the rugs, I was on the lamb train. I think we were pretty much all here on the lamb train. If it wasn't going to be lamb, it was Judy. Uh, I think I even joked about it. I was like, watch, we'll take rugs when both those guys will be sitting there. And we were all on this podcast like, no, we won't. We you won't. know it. it's your fault, though, because that uh, draft we did here on the pod, <laughs> you chose rugs over Judy. That's In right. the 20s. I know. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. How I the turning tables. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Just had to throw oh, that out man. there. Um, well done, Birch. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Birch, why do you have to do your homework before these podcasts? Um, I do have to say, though, you know, before, you know, he made that call before we got to the third round, hoping we'd pick some good ones in the third round. And we, in my opinion, we did. Like, I was more excited about the third round (laughs) than I was the first round. I was really excited about Edwards, um, you know, and all the guys we got there. In fact, Edwards, to me, you know, stands out the most. Uh, Actually, you know, Bowden. Uh, Tanner Muse, I think it might be an underrated player as well that works his way in. Um, and then Jonathan, yeah, uh, Robertson, I could see how that, that was like a close second for me, I think, Amik Robertson um, uh, for for picks. And, you know, he touched on it as well, Edwards, which would probably be my favorite pick, um, like underrated pick. Uh, Edwards, I think, has a real potential to be uh, way more, like, 
we might I could see in like a couple years going, how did we get this guy in the third round, right? Kind of like how we're talking about Rat Max Crosby. Now, obviously, that was only one season, but we're going, how in the world did we pick up Crosby? What didn't we grab him in the fourth round? Didn't we get yes, Crosby sir. in the fourth? Eastern so, Michigan? Uh, yeah, so so I could definitely see Edwards being that guy, and I could see Amik Robertson being that guy as well. Um, I guess let's just launch right into that, guys. Who is your favorite pick? Who is your least favorite pick? Tyler, let's start with you in the draft. Out of the whole draft or out of the uh, just like one of the rounds? Let's let's do it out of the whole draft. I want your right. mo- most favorite pick and least favorite pick. Uh, favorite pick? Um... Oh, that's tough because, well, I guess I didn't really like Ruggs, so that one, I didn't like Am, uh, not Amerson. He was Arnett. terrible. <laughs> Do you remember Amerson? <laughs> David Amerson. David Amerson. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my. Oh, that was sad. Um, <laughs> Arnett, sorry. So, Arnett, I didn't really like our first-round picks. As a matter of fact, my hat flew across the room twice uh, with, with those picks. So that, those were thumbs down for me. Um, not to say they're going to be bad players. I just didn't like those picks. Um, I'm going to have to say that my favorite pick is probably Lynn Bowden is as weird as that sounds, because they're going to slide him to running back to start off with. But I, I like him because I think, if he can pass block, I think he takes Richard's job. He can he can return uh, kicks. He can line up at quarterback in a wildcat. He can line up at wide receiver and run those routes. He can also line up in the backfield, which is... I, I, I love that Swiss Army Knife type player that he is. And so I would say that's probably my favorite pick. My least favorite pick... Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I would almost have to go with I, one pick that you really liked, Micah, which was Tanner Muse. Um, yeah. I like Muse. I just, I, I felt like there were a lot of players that the drafting community had hyped up that were still sitting there. And in my mind, because that's, you know, I, I mean, I dabble in film and such. I don't think right. Muse is going to be a bad player. He's fast. He runs like a four-four-two, which is quick. He's going to convert to linebacker, but he's a little undersized, and they're going to use him for mostly special teams. And I'm thinking, well, crap. He was in the last round. He was in the third round. You, you really wasn't he third round pick, or was it early yes. fourth? Last yeah. of the third. third round. Yeah, last of the third round, and you're. You're, you're saying he's going to be a special team savant. Well, I want like more than just a special teamer in the third round. If it's me, if I'm picking, I'm going still for, I mean, last year we ended up picking Matt Crosby in the fourth and he started towards the end of the year. So I'm still looking for good value there. I think what they did moving up to grab um, the offensive guard, Simpson. John, John Simpson. John Simpson. I think that was a good move. Uh, kind of a, a not a sexy move, as Micah would say, but a good move nonetheless to shore up that offensive line. Now I think we have like 16 offensive guards on the active roster. And yeah, so like that. Yeah. almost as many tight ends as the Bears have. 
Yeah, we're they're going for tight ends and we're going for <laughs> offensive guards. So maybe we may be running a wishbone offense or something. So you never know. But I would say Bowden, my favorite pick probably, and uh, for his versatility, and then Tanner Muse, just because I felt like there was more talent there, and they kind of reached for a guy that was a Clemson guy, their quote unquote guy, uh, when they probably could have got him later on in the draft. That's, That's just fair. my opinion. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I think a lot of Raider Nation would probably agree with you as well. Birch, thoughts, favorite, least favorite. <clears throat> I mean, Tyler brought up a lot of good points. I think the whole draft kind of had that feel to it. It was like, we have these players here, and we I feel like we reached a little bit each time when they we could have picked them up later. Um, with that being said, I mean, I'm going to go with the obvious answer here. My least favorite it was is probably Arnett. I mean, no offense to the guy. I mean, he put up some good stats in college. He's across from Jeff Okuda there at Ohio State. But if, I mean, I know they wanted him because, like Tyler said, he was their guy. Um, but with all the, like, pre-draft stuff, he was predicted and projected to go second, third rounds. Why not trade back five spots and pick up another draft pick? That's my only qualms with the the Arnett pick. Hopefully he pans out. I mean, he's a physical guy, but the league is changing. Like it's a, it's a fast league. So hopefully he can, he can turn on the burners there and he'll have lots of practice or lots of practice in practice when he's trying to go up against rugs. So we'll see what happens there. Hopefully it pans out, but um, like I said, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so that one was probably my least favorite. <clears throat> I mean, just because we have, I mean, there's so many more high-profile players there, linebacker, Kenneth Murray, Patrick Queen. I mean, you had lots of, lots of options there, and you, I just remember sitting there and being like, who? What? Right, yeah. Like You and the rest of Raider Nation. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, um, probably my favorite pick, I think we should just start like just start the draft, like trade all our first and second round picks and go right to the third round. Cause I, <laughs> right. that's where we seem to do, do our best, but I'm going to go with the guy that you like um, is Edwards at receiver. Yeah. Looking back. Um, I mean, what are we going into year seven with Carr? Is that I right? I think so. Yeah. Year seven. <clears throat> Looking back on, he likes those big, physical, tall receivers. On yeah. Andre Holmes, like I mean, even Tyrell Williams to start the year last year. What did he go five straight games with a touchdown? Right, likes those right. big physical receivers that can go up and get those jump balls. Hopefully, we'll see that a little bit more. We'll push the ball down the field, um, yeah. open things up there. I mean, you're going to have Rugs, Edwards, Renfro, Tyrell Williams. I mean, I like Williams and I like Edwards' size on the outside. And Edwards is a big physical dude. So hopefully he can have an impact kind of like DK Metcalf had last year with Seattle. I mean, he put up really good numbers, but also he had Russell Wilson throwing the ball down the field, not three yards right. behind the line of scrimmage. Anyway, right. how dare so those, you? <laughs> I'd went there. I'm tired Yikes. of the dink and dunk Shock. crap. I want to push the ball down the field and score points. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I was almost like I'm same with you for the least favorite. Well, not nah, least favorite player, honestly. 
because we had so many guards on the team was probably the John Simpson pick. Uh, because I was like, wait, that's like 14 now, right? And so I was kind of like, oh, we, you know, we traded up for him. Interesting. Um, I, th- I mean, I think it's a solid pick. I think he's a guy that, you know, could develop really well into even a starting role. Um, Especially so, with Incognito getting up there in age a little bit. Right. And that might have been the, the thought process behind that. And with kind of the shaky ground that Gabe Jackson's been on, you know, we don't even know that, you know, this time next year we might be going, you know, Gabe trading Gabe Jackson for a seventh round pick, right? <laughs> and we're going, wow, we got John Simpson. That's good. Um but then my favorite as well was the Brian Edwards pick just because he's that big physical wide receiver that it seems like Carr likes. I mean, I mean, look at who he's like Williams, Holmes, uh, even Darren Waller, you know, he's a tight end, but he likes those big players. And, um, I'm like, look, let's, if that's who he likes to throw to, let's go get a bunch of, you know, big physical receivers like that. So I think Brian Edwards fits that mold perfectly. Um, and the Damon Arnett, Damon Arnett and Amik Robertson, I like the picks in the fact that, like, I think they're they're ball hawks, and I think they're sure tacklers, something that it seems like our secondary has been missing. Um, I, the thing, just after watching film and stuff on the guys, it's like, and we talked about this a little bit, and so I, off, off air, but to me, with the way the NFL's changed and how quick they are to throw flags on, on corners, I, I'm afraid that these two corners are going to be like, we're, we're like seven, eight years too late with these type of cornerbacks, just because both these guys seem to be real physical, which I mean, it's like prototypical Oakland Raider defense, right? You want physical players that hit the tackle. I'm just worried that these guys are going to be flag machines. We even saw it with Trayvon Mullen last year, like really solid corner. He had made some really good plays, but a lot of time, you know, there were the laundry would fly in on him. It seemed like about a couple times a game and it was just like, dang it. You know, that's kind of the price you pay for a physical corner. And I'm just worried that like with both our corner picks in this draft, that it's going to be like, you know, 10 years ago, you would have gotten away with that. And that's a really good defensive play. But in today's NFL, you know, that's a, that's, you know, instead of a, an interception, you know, that's a PI, you know, spot foul. So it's 18 yards down the field, no first down kind of a thing. And that's what worries me the most about Amik Robertson and Damon Arnett. And because it seems like the refs don't like the Raiders anyway, I feel like it's like a double whammy, right? I feel like it's like, I, I, I just, I'm really worried that I'm like, look, I love the guy's heart. I like both this, the, the the tackling ability of both players, the physicality of both players. Um, I'm just worried that, like I said, they're about 10 years too late on our roster. And so what time will tell. And hopefully I'm eating my words and hopefully it's like, my goodness, look at these corners, man. We stole two corners out of this draft and Oakland secondary is just like night and day difference. But I'm just worried that we're going to see a lot more laundry. Believe me now, you know, hear me now, believe me later. There's going to be a lot more laundry on our secondary. Throw Abram in there as well. Oh, God. And, and, and I'm a little worried. It's going to be uh, some unnecessary roughness penalties. Right. Like, people are going to feel our pain, but we're going we're gonna to take some penalties. I have a bad feeling about that. Yeah, and I'm just a little worried our secondary is going to be really physical and going to draw a lot of flags. Um, that's my worry. Hopefully I'm wrong. I'm not an insider by any means, but just having... True. You are too. That's, you know, that is... What am I... I'm selling myself short. What am I talking about? But I just as somebody who studied the game for, what, 
20 years now, been watching the game for 20 years, 20 plus years now. Um, I just, uh, that's the feeling I get. The, that's just the feeling I get with those two picks. So, it, like I said, a lot of players here, that's why I rated a C, but this draft has the potential to be like a real A+. Plus. You know, looking back a couple years from now, going dang, because I'm looking at guys, guys, look, look, look at 2017. Our first round pick was Gary on Conley. Our second round pick was Obi Melifonwu. And our third round pick was Eddie Vanderdez. Like, uh, you can't do any worse than that, can you? Jihad Ward, you can, I guess. Oh, well, well, you could, you could go to, you could go to 2016 (laughs) and get Carl Joseph, Jihad Ward, and Shalit Calhoun. One, two, and three. Wow. I know. Oh, and Connor Cook in the fourth round. Oh, gosh. Well. Terrible. What? What Did we take Markel Lee that year? Was he our linebacker in the fifth or sixth? Not, probably. Oh, we took Markel Lee in 2017. Oh, 2017. In the fifth round. Or you could go to 2015 and snag Amari Cooper in the first round, Mario Edwards in the second round, and Clive Walford in the third round. Oh, and then throw in Joe Feliciano in the fourth round. Stop. Yeah. Make it stop. I know. At least Feliciano, I mean, like he, I think he starts in Buffalo. So, I mean, that was yeah. one decent pick, but Cooper, we thought he was going to be good. We also thought Jamarcus Russell was going to be good. Oh, hey. yeah. So, so, I mean, yeah, uh, it, it's it, the, the, the track record, except for last year at Cleveland Farrell, Josh Jacobs, but even then guys like Cleveland Farrell, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Abram, Trayvon Mullen, Max Crosby, like Hunter Renfro, come on. I'm sorry, Hunter Renfro on the fifth. I'm just looking at like one through the start of or one, 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 two, and four. Like Josh Jacobs is a surefire thing. Cleveland Farrell, like we still hope he gets better. I'm still telling everybody we do not know what we have in Jonathan Abram. Everybody just automatically plugs him into our defense and is like, oh, it's gonna be night and day. Like we would have won eight more games last year if Jonathan Abram was back there. And I'm going Abrams. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, Abrams. Uh, I'm like, wh- why do we think that? Like, why do we think that? We have no film. We have wh- we have one game. Everybody's like, man, that was so tough. Yeah, you know, he wanted to stay in there and play, and he kept playing through his 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 broken bone and 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 torn ligaments and everything. Man, that guy's tough. Boy, he's really good. It's like, well, yeah, he's either either going to be really good, or I was just really stupid, and and we're gonna have to watch him ride the pine a lot. Because he just does dumb things like that a lot. So I, 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 I really hope, I hope he's good, but we do not know if Abram is good. So I, I hate when people just like automatically assume it's like, oh, when Abram gets back, our second day is going to be better. Uh, yeah, hope I, I hope so too. Allegedly, I really do. Yeah, allegedly, but we don't, we don't know that. So, and not to be Debbie Downer, it's just that I'm a realist, man. I live in Realville. Can I and, tell you something that I didn't like about the draft? Tell it, yeah. Please do. I dislike our depth at several positions. Cornerback is one of them, even though we added two corners. I mean, we're talking, we talked about this in our chat room, which has some really good stuff, guys, by the way. Um, and it really needs to be documented and like filed <laughs> away at the Library of Congress or something like probably, that. Probably, <laughs> but... If Put it right next to like the the Constitution of the United States of America. Yeah, a lot of the founding stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I I was talking with some people. Uh, Jay Morris from the Salt City Silver and Black. Shout out to Jay. 
Uh, very love Jay. Yep, love Jay. I disagreed with him on a couple things, and and we chatted about that. Um, one of them was our was linebacker position, and then the other one was our secondary, which. You know, in the off season, we signed Corey Littleton and Kwiatkowski, and they're probably going to be playing the majority of the snaps. But then you've got Markel Lee, you've got uh, Nick Morrow, and now you've got Tanner Muse dropping down uh, to linebacker. And those are going to be the guys that, you know, fill in there. And you hope that Middleton and Kwiatkowski are the two guys that are going to be on the field the majority of the snaps. But I feel like at that position... You know, we're like one injury away from we're running Markel Lee out there trying to cover people in space or, you know, not that Morrow's bad. He actually has a pretty high round tender placed on him, a second rounder from going, you know, undrafted. But you're you're one injury away from those guys having to step up and they're your starters. And that kind of scares me a little bit Yeah, in the... It, in the secondary, I'm a little worried because you've got Mullen, who is, you know, a one-year starter, not a ton of experience. And then you've got Robertson, who's a rookie. You've got Arnett, who's a rookie. You've got uh, Joyner, if he continues to play the slot corner, who was getting beat like he stole things, uh, to quote, uh, we are the Titans. Uh, remember the Titans. My gosh, say, my brains. We are the Titans. Yeah, yeah, that's where I was going. Sorry. Uh, remember the <laughs> Titans. And then you've got like Lawson, who was a penalty machine last year. And then, I mean, it, it's just uh, uh, Keyshawn Nixon, uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Johnson. Johnson as well. Very well. Good job, Micah. Um, Sorry, but. Those guys don't inspire a a ton of confidence, maybe just because they don't have a lot of game time underneath their belts. But you you are relying very heavily on Arnett and Amik Robertson, two rookies, and then you know another guy who was a rookie last year to lock down the AFC West, which now includes da 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 Jerry Judy. Uh, Cortland Sutton. Um, who's the other receiver for the Broncos? Hamler, Hamler, something like that from Penn State. Oh yeah, KJ Hamler. They took him out of Penn State. That's right. Um, and then you know you've got Sammy Watkins and you've got Tyree Kill, um, and that Robinson dude who torched us in one game last year. But right. those, that kind of though that worries me a little bit that we're just that those two spots and safety I could go into that too because the the safeties don't inspire a ton of uh confidence from myself Randall is a safety and a free agent signing late for a reason uh Abrams as we know will save the defense um we really only need Abrams out there to really? be honest if yeah. I'm brutally honest yeah Abrams be brutally honest be field. honest with me That's all I ask. And then, and then you've got like Heath, who was a, like getting beat all the time in coverage in Dallas. And then, uh, Eric Harris, who's a good backup. Uh, but once again, you know, you're, 
you're a, a an Abrams injury to the shoulder away from your, you know, starting Dallin Levitt again, maybe at safety, which is, you know, doesn't inspire a ton of confidence either. So I still feel like, you know, we address corners. So maybe in a couple years a, or a year, that will be more shored up. Uh, linebacker, we signed a couple free agents, but we're like one of those guys going down from going back to Markel Lee and Nick Morrow starting. And then at safety, you're an injury away from, you know, starting guys that started last year that didn't do a horrible job, but definitely not great. So I don't know. I still feel like on the defensive side of the ball, it's very thin. Um, I hope we as far as joiner back to safety. Again. Yeah, that would be great. Like if we had joiner and Abram back there at safety, I, I feel like a little more just because that was joiner's natural position was, you know, the St. Louis Rams. And so I'm like, what, you know, can we do that again? Can we, can we, you know, put him back to where he was, you know, the most effective and, you know, I don't know, throw Meek Robertson into the fire there a little bit, but we got other, you know, you got, you know, Isaiah Johnson, you know, the other guys you talked about that we could just slide in at slot and, and, and rotate a guy like Robertson in and, and hope that, uh, that goes a little better. Cause yeah, Joiner, man, dude just got, got pummeled. It felt like in the, in the slot. And, and so, yeah, that would be helpful. I think Muse is going to be interesting. Cause I, I'll bet you see him rotate in as like this half safety, half linebacker. I think like on running downs, you know, your third and shorts and stuff. I could see Muse being in, in, in packages where he's moved in, you know, to stop the run. Uh, uh, I, I, that guy really intrigues me. That could be one of those picks that's either going to be like, why did we pick, you know, like Tyler mentioned, like the special teams king in the third round? Or he could be one of these guys that develops and it's like, dang, how did we pick him up at the end of the third round? Like this guy is a ball hawk and he's all over the place. So, right. yeah. And I do Again, like that pick another. too. I think that could be a sneaky pick though. Um, hopefully yeah. he turns out because, I mean, he's a, he played safety at Clemson. Um, yeah. maybe he could, you know, step in and cover a tight end since we can't do that. Right. Along right. with Littleton <laughs> and, and people, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's one of those, like I said, he's kind of one of those guys. He's almost, he's like a Lynn Bowden of the defense. I feel like you could drop him back safety, move him up at linebacker, have him go, you know, cover Travis Kelsey, you know, in the slot kind of a thing. Just a lot of things you could do with him. Uh, so I'm excited to see, especially with that speed. Uh, what they do, and he's fairly tall, isn't he? He's like six one, something like that, isn't so. he? I think he's uh, like so, six one or six two. Yeah, six one, six. Uh, he might be like like in in cleats. He's six two. So uh, you know, he's definitely got a little. You know, it'd be better than you know sliding Carl Joseph. You know, bless his heart, over on Travis Kelsey, and you know, it's like, well, he was right there, but <laughs> the dude's like a foot and a half shorter than Kelsey, so I'll. Mahomes yeah. has to do is just throw the ball a little bit higher, and it doesn't matter if he's draped all over him or not. Like Kelsey's going to catch it. Muse so. is six two two twenty seven. Yeah, so yeah, kind of one another one of those gadget players. I'll bet you money they bulk him up, and I'll bet you by the start of the season that dude's freaky. Uh, I- I'm excited to see what Max Crosby looks like at the start of the season. That dude could be freaky deaky. Like, oh my goodness, that that could be insane. And so, anyway. All that to say, gentlemen, should we move on to the schedule? We have learned our fate. I say we Do tackle we it as if the 
Yeah, we have to. Be- okay. And, and Raider Nation, a lot of you might not like this. Uh, let me put it this way. If you're a person that, like, every Sunday you're like, we're going to win. And, look, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm a Raider fan. So every game, no ma- even when we're, like, 2-8 and eight, and we're facing the Patriots, who are, you know, 8-2, <laughs> I always go into every Sunday, like, you know what? If we can do this, this, and this, we might win this game. So I'm very optimistic. I'm an optimistic person, but I'm also a realistic person. And so if you don't like real, you know, like people who live in Realville or who have like realistic expectations, this next segment's not for you. So just we'll put a time signature down in the description below. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah. Sorry. That's that's on YouTube. I apologize. (laughs) I'd uh, say we, we'll put a time signature in there so you can skip forward to this part after we talk about the schedule if you're yeah. not into that so, type of thing. So, guys, I guess should we just start at week one and work our way through? I guess we could start at 17 and work backwards. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if that's Jeez what you want to do, Tyler... It's your podcast, man. I I ain't gonna say no. <laughs> I bet nobody ever. I bet nobody else has ever started at week seventeen and worked their way backwards. It'd be like, all right, guys, we're sixteen and zero. What happens in week seventeen? <laughs> we lose uh, one. Now we're fifteen and one. Hey, that's a good way. That's an optimistic way of looking at things, isn't it? I do. I like that. All right, September thirteenth. Cross your fingers. The first Sunday of games will start. Oakland travels to Carolina to take on the Panthers. Now led by Teddy Bridgewater. Side note, as we sit here at May, what is today? The 9th? The 10th? 10th. Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to all the mothers out there. The mothers of Raider Nation. Congratulations. Thank you for putting up with Raider fans. I mean, maybe even you're a Raider fan yourself and you've been through a lot, you know? So congratulations to yourself for hanging in there. Better days are ahead of us, right? Right? Allegedly. Right? Yes. (laughs) Anywho, um, as we sit here, May 10th, as I was going to say, Cam Newton is still without a job. That is amazing. However, Jameis Winston has a job. Yeah. Somebody else just got signed too, didn't they? Somebody just got pulled. I can't remember who it was. Was it Andy Dalton? Is that who you're thinking of? to the Cowboys. That's right. The Red Rifle has a job. And Cam Newton does not. So, is Cam Newton going to go join Kaepernick? Like, (laughs) and and everybody's going to be like, why do these guys not have jobs? And it's going to be like, well, you know. Well, Cam's case, Cam was so interested in how he looked on the post-game press conferences. <laughs> he loved those scarves, like, didn't he? You know, he rocked the scarves very well, though. Yes. And, and the hats. He had, like, those bowler hats or whatever, you know. Uh, maybe that weren't bowler hats, but, man, that dude that dude had some style. He had some class, didn't he? Yeah. Well, oh, now he it says style. he's open to playing a back, being a backup, so we'll see what happens. He's getting desperate. Oh boy, is that kind of like uh, uh, what's our, our our defensive end friend, Jadavian Clowney, is oh, now open yeah. to renegotiations still... with the Seahawks after he lowered his price and so. the Eagles. Oh boy, oh yeah, the Eagles. I I I, I wouldn't want to be the Eagles, right? You got Hurts and Wentz. Anyway, sorry, I'm getting off track. 
Okay, Raiders, Panthers, Birch, tell me why the Raiders are going to win or lose. You don't have. You can give me a score prediction if you want, Tyler. Then you do the same. I'll do the same, and we'll just rotate in and out. Birch, All start right, it off. There we go. Typically, East Coast games, early time zone. Uh, you know we're terrible. However, um, we just moved to a new city, starting anew. I'm going to say that the Raiders go on the road. And they're gonna get a win to start the season. I don't have a score. Oh. I don't have a score prediction, but I'm gonna say, you know, we're gonna not be the Raiders of old and throw lots of uh, dink and dunk passes. We're gonna come out with a new arsenal of weapons because there are no more excuses. And I say the Raiders get the win on the road to start. Oh, Spoiler alert: Birch has the Raiders going 16 and 0 and winning the Super Bowl this year. That's that's a negative. <laughs> Tyler, what sweeping happens? Kansas City in the middle of, no of way, December. Dude. This first this first seven games are brutal. Brutal. They are pretty bad. I uh, I don't know. I can I can see both ways, and so you know, Matt Rule is a new coach comes in has a new system perhaps you know with all the off-season COVID-19 shenanigans they don't get the practice in they don't get the plays in as well and so just that better execution better execution gets the Raiders a win um I like that Birch I like but you know we typically on uh you know we never win on the East Coast, hardly ever. So I am going to say just because we have more experience in the system we're running, I at first I was going to say a loss, but when I think of that, I'm going to go with a win in Carolina because we know the system, our system better than the Panthers are going to know their system. Now, if this was later on, in the right. year, I may say, well, I picked the Panthers with ease. In this situation where it's like the first game of the year, I think let's go with the Raiders winning a close one, like a, a 24-21-ish type game. I like it. Oh, you I had like to one-up me and give a score prediction? Dang. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm just the same way. When, this, when, when the schedules first came out, I was like, well, that's a loss. But as I've had time to sit and think and consider, um, while I don't like having to play Teddy Bridgewater, I'm not very scared of the wide receivers. I know they have Anderson now over there. And DJ Moore. Yeah, I think they're going to rely heavily on McCaffrey. But I feel like if there's one thing the Raiders defense is fairly strong at, it's stopping the run. And especially now with Littleton there, um, and, uh, uh, Kwiatkowski, I-, I like that. And I like our safeties and the corners that we have to be able to bring in to help stop the run. So I think Oakland, yeah, I think they start the season with a little more experience. They've got a, they don't have a new head coach anymore. They've got, you know, cars in the system. We've got a few more toys on offense to play with. I like Joseph, uh, a healthy, um, uh, 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 Joseph. Um, so, uh, I think, yeah, I think the Raiders get it done. I'm going to go something that's like 27-17. You know what else is good 17. that happened with that who went to Carolina to play linebacker that Waller will match up against? 
Oh, Tire Whitehead. Yes, sir. Oh, that's right. He's going to pick that's... off car and take one back to the house. <laughs> you stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I oh, like Oh, how I, revenge. I like <laughs> so moving on to week two. Everybody's all psyched about this game because it's the first game at home in the new stadium if the season starts as planned. I am not looking forward to this game personally because it's against Philip Rivers and the Saints. And really, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. What are you Hold talking up. about, dude? I'm sorry, Drew Brees. My Good grief! Okay, we would have been lit. ecstatic if it was Philip Rivers at home. <laughs> We had had like four interceptions by Eric Harris alone. Yeah, I, I, I sorry. I was looking through the schedule and I saw the Colts coming up. Holy Moses! <laughs> you heard it here gap. first, ladies and gentlemen. The Saints are trading Drew Brees to the Colts straight up for Philip Rivers and his seventeen children. Dude, can you imagine the tax return those guys just got after the stimulus bill was passed? Oh, yeah. You just got a major bump, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. I'm pretty sure he makes over 150 k a year, though, so I don't think he really got much. Anything. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's but if you had 17 kids and you didn't make that, that is quite the stimulus oh. bill. You could go buy oh. yourself a nice boat if you wanted to. <laughs> you quit Absolutely. trying to change the subject, Micah, on your blunder there. <laughs> that was, as the French would say it, that was a major gaffe. Oh, man. Anyhow. All right. Saints. Sure. Raiders. Drew Brees <laughs> coming to town. Uh, not Philip Rivers. Michael Thomas. Guys, Alvin I, Kamara. And yeah, the bunch. I, I, like, I think the Raiders have gotten a little better. I don't think we've gotten good enough, though, to match. Unless <laughs> Father Time has caught up to Drew Brees in 2020, finally. And it's like, oh, my. This guy. He, oof. Ouch. This is not good. And, and, and. Our corners are a lot better than we're projecting. I'm going to say this is going to be like a 33 to 20 loss for the Raiders on Monday Night Football in primetime to christen the new stadium, unfortunately. Tyler, what do you say? Yeah, that's a big L for Tyler. That's not going to be a pretty game. Yeah. Birch, Birch. what have you got? Well, they're going to christen the Death Star in the right way. It's going to get blown to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> if, that, if that's what they're going to call it, then it's it's gone. And the memes It's going to have gone. a it's going to have a gaping hole in the side of it <laughs> like it's been drilled down Absolutely. the middle by two two missiles. Oh, I just, man. I mean, I think if we can pull the win off in Carolina, everyone's going to be like, oh, the Saints, we got the Saints, and then we're just going to get humbled to the dirt and to the desert of Vegas, just get pummeled. I don't know. I I always, like you, Micah, I always go in optimistic, being like, yeah, we got it. If we could do this, we got a chance, but until yeah. Derek Carr can prove me wrong. Who do you guys think lights the cauldron at the first game? That may be more interesting than the actual <laughs> game itself. Seawood? Oh, I don't know. I take C. I, I don't understand why Mark Davis just doesn't do it. Right. He's the flipping owner. Right. Why would you? And not we do talked that? about having like special effects where Al Davis like hologram walks over and presses the button and 
you know, starts the cauldron. I think you could come up with something cool, but yeah, I like, why wouldn't Mark Davis, the owner of the team, just light the inaugural? That'd be wise. It's what I would do, but you know, I'm just a doctor. (laughs) Moving on to week three, we have to travel to the East coast to play the new England Patriots. Who is their quarterback? Brandon Hoyer? Stidham. Stidham. Nate St- oh, Nathan Stidham. That's right. Out of Auburn, right? Hoyer's uh, the backup. That's right. That's right. Uh Tyler, you go first. Your turn to go first on this one. Who do you got? Uh I've got a loss on that one, Bob. Oof. March, what you got? Uh I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go uh Raiders win 17 14 on a last second field goal this is a revenge game revenge game for gruden um that's what i'm going with and i'm sticking to it you know you know i like it and originally i had this chalked up as an l but as i sit here and look at it the patriots now have to go and watch you know brady and gronk get reunited in tampa and for the first time in what, like 55 years, Tom Brady will not be leading the Patriots. Um, and I'm thinking, I think there's going to be some growing pains. And I think Edelman, I think Edelman, like halfway through the season is going to want out. I think it's gonna be like, this isn't any fun anymore. Like, like where are my dudes? Like I want gone. I, I, so I think I could see him like mentally checking out and the Patriots defense is decent, but they've lost a lot of pieces Obviously, you have the hoodie over there. That dude knows how to wheel and deal. But I'm going to go the Raiders are feeling pretty confident. And because the the Patriots will probably have the rookie quarterback or, I mean, at the best, you got Brian Hoyer starting. I like the Raiders' chances. I'm going to go squeaking one out. I'm going to go like 21 to 20. Just barely. Like, we get like a third quarter touchdown and the and it'll be like twenty one to seventeen. The Patriots will kick a field goal sometime like early in the fourth quarter. It'll be twenty one to twenty, and we'll be hoping and wishing and begging and praying our defense to make stops, and they'll be able to do it because the Patriots' offense just isn't going to be able to get it done for the first time in like forty five fifty. And it sounds so, like our offense won't be changing any either because last year it seems like come fourth quarter we would disappear. Right. It was like let's just. Like, whatever our score was in the third, is like, that's what we're going to end the game on. Yep. So let's ride the D, <laughs> let's right? Let's hope it's so, enough. <laughs> so, anyhow. All right, guys. Wait, was that everybody? Yes, it was. Two that wins was. and a loss, Tyler. Yeah, I'm at two and one right now. Look at me go. All right. Now the Bills come to town to take on our Raiders who are sitting at two and one. Tyler started off. What Wait, happens here? Isn't this I game this- in Buffalo? Nope. This one is at home in Vegas. In the Vegas, in the desert. Yeah, and probably the division winner from the NFC East is, unless the Patriots, you know, come back. And if there's one man to do it, it's Bill Belichick. Right, right. I'm going to go that we lose not a close one. It's going to be like 31 to 20. So we're March. one in three in my okay. in, in up to this world. point. Yeah. 
I like it. That's that's palpable. That's fair. That's fair. No criticism for me. Didn't the Bills make the playoffs last year? Playoffs? Yes. Playoffs. They did. They lost a heartbreaker in the first first round, I believe. So yeah, okay. that was tough. Did they lose yeah, to the to the Titans? Did they play the did they play the t- I can't remember. It doesn't matter. They made the playoffs. They were a good team last year. Right. They got better in the offseason. Um, right. And so I, I think that's a loss. So it, on Tyler's scale, the Raiders of Las Vegas and their football ways are one and three. March? Yeah, I think the Death Star takes another shot to the, to the ribs here. <laughs> I think yeah, it's another I- loss. And I don't. I just don't – I mean, yeah, we have made improvements, I think, but I don't think we're on those that that level yet of teams with, like, the Saints and the Chiefs, obviously. Yeah, and the Bills, I'm going to go loss here too. I'm going to be – I'm going to go, like – I'm going to go, like, 30 to 17. Um, yeah, I think the Bills' defense is really good, and we're still – we got a lot of young players still – Second year guys that I think I think as the season goes on our offense gets better, but by week four it's not going to be a great start for the black or for the black pearl. Um, so I think she's gonna it's not it's gonna be a little choppy waters here, and everybody's gonna the joke's gonna be like we just need to play away from Vegas because we're two and zero on the road and zero and two at home. So I'm gonna chalk up an L there in Micah's world. Actually, in Micah and Birch's world, we're two, two, two. and two. I like it. Now, oh great! Look what's <laughs> next, gentlemen? After a buy, no, 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 no buy yet. Now we get to travel to Kansas City, one of Derek Carr's favorite places to play, and play the Chiefs. Uh, do we need to? Do we need to really discuss this? I'm gonna say I think it'll be closer. I'm gonna go 21 to 30. We take a loss, 21 to 30. But I think it'll be like. It'll be like 30 to 14. We score like a late touchdown in the fourth quarter to make it 21 to 30. Garbage and time. It'll, it'll, yeah, it'll make it look better than it actually was. But I'm sorry, Raider Nation. I just don't think my Raiders are on the same level as the Chiefs are. Unless the Chiefs sustain some major injuries um, or everybody gets as big as Andy Reid over there. It's just not – we're not there yet. And It's going to take another year oh. or two. So. Shot at Big Tuna. (laughs) Birch, give us the call. Yeah, the only positive thing I can think about heading into this game is that it's not December. (laughs) There you go. I mean, it's October 1st, so it won't be as frigid cold in the tundra there. But still, um, I I like what what you're saying. I think it will be a little bit more competitive than it has in the past. I mean... Heck, last year in Oakland, when we jump out 10-0, I'm like, oh, yeah, here we go. And then, boom, next four possessions down 28-10. to And you just can't come back from that. So, But, no, I don't think we're going to be able to hang with the Chiefs still. Hey, guys, you know what the positive from this game is going to be? Is that Derek Carr has, uh, like, 78% completion. Uh, Hey, I like it. Yeah. So... You know that's that's a positive because that wins games, as we know. Hey, Absolutely. wait well, a second s- here. Is so let's just throw this out here. If we really just these the first five games are brutal, as we talked about. If Carr struggles greatly in those five games, what are I the know chances? where this is headed, and I like this. What are I the like chances 
that we see Mr. Marcus Mariota after the bye week. So, like, if we're in Tyler's world and it, we're one and four right now, heck, there's a strong possibility we're zero and five heading into the bye week, with Tampa coming to town. Oof. I don't know, guys. Like, if we're zero and five or one and four, I could see them starting Mariota week six. You gotta consider I could it. See that. I think you would have to, you and just see the what car. he brings to the table. Like, because now, like, we have, you have no excuse, right? You have no excuse. He's got the weapons. Everybody, you know, everybody in Raider Nation saying, oh, the defense is better. Abram is back. Oh, we've got all these corners, right? Oh, the, we got, we brought in these linebackers. You know, it's going to be Max Crosby and Cleveland Farrell in their second year. Hurst is good. Hankins is good. Um, so PJ there, Hall there didn't no get traded. <laughs> yeah, there are no excuses. So, so. We should, at the very least, win two, if not maybe squeak out a game against the Saints or the Bills. I like maybe the Bills, maybe win a shootout against the Bills, maybe be three and two. But if you're sitting at one and four or zero oh and five, if I, if you're definitely at zero oh and five, I think you park the car and you go Mariota. If you're one and four, I think you strongly consider it. That's my call. Sorry, I digress. Anywho. What if you park, uh, park the car and Mariota starts and you go to the playoffs? Then what? Then you kick the car tra- to the curb. The, you get you pick up a third and a you fifth pull a, You pull car. a Tannehill. You re-sign oh. Mariota to a long-term contract and give him like $30 million a year. <clears throat> the thing well, is, he's still, I mean, Mariota's still young. Right. It's all going to, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, if, I just if, hate look. those flash in the pan quarterbacks because I think that's what right. Tannehill did last year, and I think the Titans were idiots for giving him the contract that they did. Well, and all he had that's to fair. do, really, I mean, yeah, he made some plays, but he just handed the ball off to Derrick Henry, King Henry the right. Third. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Henry made that offense. I, I, it depends on what how Mariota wins, right? If Mariota's rushing for seventy yards a game and scoring a touchdown every other game with his legs, and you know, making you know extending plays and making things happen and going, wow, that stuff car wouldn't, you know, if we're looking at going, that would have been a sack if that was car, but instead that's a 36 yard gain by Henry Ruggs. Cause Mariota was able to roll out. Ruggs was able to adjust to the play, make a catch sprint for, you know, 20 more yards on a 16 yard pass. If he's doing stuff, if he's doing like Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes type stuff every Sunday and we're winning, I don't mind extending him, giving him some money and saying, hey, but if it's like fluky dooky, like, oh, well, you could argue that it's just the schedule got easier in the second half of the season. And, you know, the Jets and the Chargers and the Broncos and the Falcons aren't that good. And, you know, the Colts have Phillip Rivers, so we automatically know they're not going to be very good. (laughs) So, uh, you know, you could, and it's like, well, yeah, it's mostly schedule, you know, kind of a thing. Then, yeah, no, I don't think you do it. But, I mean, if we're 0-5 or 1-4 and and all of a sudden Mariota comes out and we win, what would that be? We'd have 12 games left if we win, you know, say nine games and we end the season, you know, 10-6 and or something like that, only losing one of our last 10 or two of our last 10. You know, I don't know if you give them quite the contract that, I don't know if you give him a massive contract. I guess to me, it all depends on how he does it. How he does it. Do we go out there and start thumping teams? And it's like, good grief. This is the Mariota like, that the Titans hoped would be in the NFL, right? But he just never t- translated that way. Transitioned that way. It never translated to the NFL. 
that would be my thing, I guess. If it's out there and it's like, whoa, we have Patrick, we have our own Patrick Mahomes, hallelujah, then yeah, pay the man. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense. So okay. next game, we go, next game after we come the off a loss to Kansas City. <laughs> so my Raiders Tom are now Brady. one, one and four. And they, Birch and I are two and three. Okay. And we have the, uh, the Buccaneers. Led by Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski and Mike Evans. Do they have a oh, running Brady. back yet down there? I can't remember. They don't need one. Okay, no. that's true. Uh, so They just turn Micah. around and hand the ball off to Brady, and he just does it from there. There you go. Hitting wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, Micah, what do you have as far as the uh, in the Buccaneers game? I don't think our secondary is good enough to hang with Evans, Gronkowski, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, 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 Goodwin? Godwin. Is that is that, that uh, Godwin? Yeah. The other, I mean, that dude was a beast last year. Are you kidding me? Um, and then Brady as well. Un- unless that Buccaneer offensive line, they were pretty poor last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think Winston got sacked a lot, if I'm not mistaken. Unless they're bad, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to chalk this one up to another L at home. Nonetheless, like, I can see this game, like either being like a really close game and we complete like the trifecta. We beat the Patriots without Tom Brady. And then we go and we beat Tom Brady and it's like the perfect season, right? Oh, on a different team. But my gut is telling me I'm, I'm going to say loss. I'm going to go like a close loss. I'm going to go like 24 to 20. We take an L. Very good. Birch. Birch, what do you got? I'm going to go with the loss as well. I, th- I do think as the season goes on and our young secondary gets more confidence, more experience, it'll keep us in games a little bit longer. But um, I'm going to say it's going to be close. Um, 27-24, we throw an interception on the final drive. Ouch. Ouch. From Carr. Tyler, uh, I think, you know, we, we talked about how Jameis Winston would th- threw 30 interceptions last year and how really the Buccaneers were a pretty good team. Right. I, I feel like Brady's not going to do that. Um, I would guess, yeah. I, w- I would guess that he's not going to throw 30 interceptions. He never has in a season. I don't think he ever will. Plus, he's actually got some weapons now, which is nice. O.J. Howard, uh, Gronk, they've got Evan. It's just a plethora of toys for Tom Brady. So I think we see, and that's like what, week? Is that week seven? Yes. Uh, Yeah. Our sixth game, but week seven, because we've had a bye. Okay. I don't... I think that they're probably chugging along at that time. So we probably get an L that was a long drawn out answers for just a, a loss. But so we're now what? One in five. Yeah. <laughs> Birch and I are sitting at two and four and we travel to Cleveland to take on the Browns and their new look uniforms. Oh, I love that. Look the same. I know so it was unique. so hot lit flaming so fire. All the emojis. All the Dude, smoke. As the kids would say, it's on fleek, bro. Their new jerseys are They're on fleek. bougie. 
They're bougie is what the kids are saying nowadays. Oh, is that? Oh, my yeah. bad. Wow. Fleek is so 2018, I think. I believe so. Um, I never heard that before. But uh, bougie is... You need to get out of New Mexico, man. Okay. Well, bougie <laughs> is a big one, I guess, is what they're saying around oh, here. Okay, so. bougie. Um, and I, we apologize. This is a family-friendly podcast. If that is not family-friendly, just understand. We have no idea. So, anywho. <laughs> Bougie's like fancy. Oh, okay. Well, then bougie away, gentlemen. Yes. Um, I'm going to say win. I'd say the Raiders beat uh, beat the Browns. I'm going to chalk that one up to a W. And uh, I think it's a close game, though. I think it's like 26 to 23. Maybe a last-second field goal. Or we get a field goal, then the Browns try to go down and get uh, get a touchdown. Or, you know, try to go for the game-winning tying field goal and they throw an interception or you know turn it over on down something like that but i'm gonna give that my raiders an a win right when the rumors people are gonna start at two and four going is it time to go to Mariota? and then car is gonna pull one out of his hat and we're gonna get a win and everybody's gonna be like oh my gosh car is great give him more time i'm gonna go with a win as well micah um in yes. cleveland making us Two and, two and I'm lost. I've lost two and five. Two, two and five. five. Yep. Yeah. Two and five. At that point, Birch. I'll go with the win as well. Three and four to keep it short. I like it. I like it. Uh, okay, so then we traveled down to L.A. to take on the Chargers. You know what? I don't like Herbert. I think I'm a little worried just because I think he could develop into being a, a really decent NFL quarterback, but I think his rookie season, he's going to struggle. So I'm going to chalk up the Raiders getting a W. I'm going to go 27 to 13 Raiders get a win. No, 27, 14. I'll give Herbert a late, a garbage time touchdown. It'll be like 27 to seven. We'll be coasting into the fourth quarter. He'll get a touchdown like midway through the fourth and 27, 14. Very good. Uh, I'm going to go with a win as well. I think that, uh, I don't know, it, it'll either be Herbert or Tyrod Taylor at this point. They keep saying Tyrod's going to be their starter, but perhaps they've stunk enough up at this point that they're like, let's just give Herbert some game time experience, let him go out there, run the offense, get ready for next year. But I'm going to give the Raiders a win there as well. So now we're three and five. Um, I'll go with a win as well and a home game in LA for the Las Vegas Raiders. Whoop, whoop. That's right. We are the Vegas Raiders. Oh gosh. Yeah. By the <laughs> we just couldn't do it, could we? Nope. <laughs> we had get had to pop that in there just real quick. You know, and everybody will be like, "Wow, the COVID nineteen must really be bad down in LA because there aren't any Charger fans there." And it'll be like, "No, no, there aren't no, any fans." Period. Fine. <laughs> It's 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 just the Raider fans are taking it over. So, but no, then we return home to take on the Denver Broncos. First home win. Yes, I'm gonna go home win. I'm gonna say close game. I'm gonna go Raiders twenty four, Denver twenty one, and the Raiders pick up a win against the Denver Broncos. That's my call, Birch. Um, I will go with the win as well because I can never choose the Broncos because I hate their guts. Um, I'm going to say we're going to have a shootout on our hands in the desert. I'm going to say Raiders win 38-31. Ooh, I like it. Tyler, what you got? 
I've got a win, uh, and I'm gonna say same thing. Um, uh, let's go twenty. Let's go thirty-one twenty-eight. I like it. I like it. And then we stay home in the desert, and the Chiefs come back to town. By the way, Tyler and I are sitting at five and four. Uh, or no, Birch and I are sitting at five and four. Tyler, what are you sitting at? Three and then three and six. I think you're three and six. All right, so the Chiefs come to town. I'm going to say this game is a little bit closer than last time. I'm going to say we put up 27 points, but once again, I don't think we're on Mahomes and company's level. I'm going to go 34-27. Um, yep, 34-27. I think we could be tied going into the fourth. Chiefs get a touchdown, and we're not able to. We're, we're you know maybe we try a little too hard, not able to go down and and get a, a, a game tying touchdown at all in the fourth quarter. So I'm going to go a loss there for us. Tyler? Um, oh, yeah, a loss. <laughs> um, as much as I want to pick the Raiders like they won Thursday night in the rain in Oakland when we were 0-9 or 0-10, whatever it was, I'm going to say a loss. So Birch and I are sitting at five and five right now. Tyler, I believe, is at three and seven. Uh, then four, we have to travel back to the east. Four and six, I think, right? Oh, are you four and six? One, I apologize. I apologize. Two, three, four. Yeah, four. Oh, you're four and six. We have to travel to the east coast to take on the Falcons of Atlanta, Georgia. Birch, how do you see this one going? Um, I'm going to say. A loss. And it's not going to be a good loss. It's going to be a a blowout. Tyler? I also have a loss on that game, Micah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, This one's tough because the Falcons have just so underperformed the last two years. I could see it happening again this year. So you know what? I'm going to give the Raiders a vote of confidence. I'm going to say we get back on track. Uh, after the Kansas City loss, I'm going to say we go down there and we beat the Falcons. I'm going to say it's going to be like a 30 to 24 type win. Okay. And everybody will be like, whoa, awesome. We're still in the, we're still in the race. That was a key victory. So I've got to sit at six and five at this point. Then we have, we stay on the East coast. We travel up to New York to take on the Jets. Why do we have to go to New York again? I don't know. And why is it the first week of December? That sucks. Yeah, I, I, I'll i just throw it out. I'm going to take, this is the one. It was either the Falcons or the Jets, and I think the Jets, we take an L there. As much as I feel like we're on the same playing field as the Jets, the cold weather, never been Carr's friend. And I think the Jets are doing something pretty decent over there as well. I think the Jets are putting together a fairly decent squad. Um, and just because we got blown out by the Jets last year again, uh, I think we take a loss. I think it'll be pretty bad too. It'll be like, be like, maybe thirteen to twenty-seven or something like that. Tyler, what do you see? Yeah, I see a loss on that one as well. So, um, I think our my record then would be one, two, three, four, four and seven. Four and eight. Four and, four and eight, bro. Because I'm six and six right now. I'm going to say a loss, so I'll be five and seven. Okay. 
then the Colts travel out to the desert. Philip Rivers and the 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 Philip the Rivers bunch uh, travel out to the desert. Uh, Wait, doesn't he play they, for the Saints? Okay. <laughs> Cold blooded. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I'm gonna say just because it's Philip Rivers. Uh, I'm gonna say win a win in the desert for the Raiders. We get it done. I think it'll be a shootout. I'm gonna go like 31 to 26. Raiders get it done. 31 26. Defense does just enough. We ride the D maybe on a, another final drive to get the victory. So, and that puts us at seven and six by my count. What do you gents say? I, I gotta was... win. I gotta oh, sorry, win as go well. Ahead. So we're five and eight. March? Uh win six and seven. Chargers come to town. I think we sweep the Chargers. I'm gonna put another win there. I think we get her done by my count. Eight and six. Birch, what do you say? Uh win as well. So seven and seven. There you go. Uh win as well, so six and Eight, yes. Six and eight. I can't Dolphins. do math good. <laughs> You're never really never good at them. Uh, never yeah, good at them. Geography. Their numbers. Uh, to a tongue of Iola and the Dolphins come to town the following week. Come out to the desert. Um, I'm glad Tua is in a different division because I was more worried about Tua than I was about Herbert personally. Um, having to play two twice a week. Um, so... You mean a year? Twice a year. I'm sorry, twice a year. <laughs> Man, it's getting late. <laughs> yeah, it is getting late. I'm sorry. You know, I've been up I've, weird hours. I've been bent over my truck today as well, working on, st- working on stuff in the truck. So who knows what kind of fumes I was breathing in during that time. Oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> you know, we've had, we've had such a terrible time playing the Dolphins, but I think we finally get it over on them this year in the desert, our final home game of the year. We get the W, and we're 9-6. and six. Tyler, what do you say? I say a W as well, so we're 7-8. and eight. <laughs> Birch. <laughs> Birch is dying over here. He's crying. like the orangutan gif. <laughs> um, <laughs> he needs some oxygen. Oh, Hurry, stat. <laughs> Crank it up. Um, I'm going to say, I don't want this to happen, but Tua's been injury prone. I don't even think we faced Tua this late in the season. Um, but I'm going to say we get a win, and we're now... Eight and seven in my count. I like it. Tyler, what do you say? I already said a win, I think. <laughs> he did. Oh, I did, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I said a win, and we were seven and, or no, six and eight, or I can't, no, seven, seven and eight, sorry, seven and eight. Okay. And then final game, we traveled a mile high into Denver, Birch, what do you see happening in Denver for the final game? Well, as my count, eight and seven with this new schedule or new playoff t- 
team count, if you will. Um, this one's a big one. This one will be for a wild card spot, and it's there for the taking, and you choke once again. Oh, no! Oh. A loss in Denver in December because it's freezing cold, unless Mariota's playing, then maybe I'll change my mind. Okay. Eight and eight, fellas. Tyler, what do you say? I'm trying to decide if I play the Raider fan or if I play the realistic fan because I don't see us winning in Denver in the freezing cold. But you never know. Could we go on a four-game win streak to end the season? I'm going to say yes. We sweep the we sweep the donkeys. And we go eight and eight in Tyler's book. I like it. I'm going to have to side with Birch, unfortunately. I don't like it in the cold unless our run game is like on point. Um, Car in the cold, dude, that's just going to be so rough. So I just, I think, I think we take an L there. But in my book, we're nine and seven. And that is just barely good enough. To squeak us into that seventh spot. That's so weird to say. That seventh spot in the playoffs. I think I think we get in and we're fortunate to get in. Uh, because And the only way we would have gotten in is because they expanded it. So I think because they've expanded the playoffs, nine and seven is good enough. And we, we steal that last spot. So. There I you have it. Hear us now. Believe us later. I like it. Nine and seven for Micah on the season. Birch, where are you sitting right now? I'm with Tyler. Eight and eight. Tyler's eight and eight as well. All right. Eight and eight to nine and seven. I think that's fairly realistic. Now, here's the biggest question, gentlemen. Let's say we're, let's go best case scenario. We're nine and seven and we make the playoffs, but we only make it because they extended the playoff. They've pushed it out and allowed one more team. Do we have, are we still riding with Derek Carr at the end of the year? Always and forever. <laughs> He's our quarterback. Derek he'll be, Carr he'll be or seventy bust. and still And be you're playing. not a real Raiders fan if you say otherwise. I'll have you know. Oh Lord, have mercy, Birch. What nine and seven? The only we the only reason we get to the playoffs is because they they gave us an extra spot. Are you still going, Derek Carr? Have you seen enough improvement? And we've gotten into the playoffs. That depends on how we get to nine and seven. If I, I honestly, Card does throw a good deep ball. So if, I mean, if our game plan changes and we're trying to push the ball down the field and score more points and and we get to the playoffs, I I almost say you have. If you're Derek Carr, this is year seven. You have to win one a playoff game, or you're gone. That's and that that. But what if his completion percentage is off the charts, guys? Stop it! Right? Come on, can you guys? You guys, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. You got to give him a couple years with his new offensive weapons to get. No, you don't. uh, to, to, yeah, because that's what the 49ers had to do. Yeah, to, I know. Three or four well, years. stop. Garoppolo is just, he's just, 
he's trash. They got lucky last year to get to the to the Super Bowl. Let's be honest. But Carr's gonna need a couple years to gel with his new acquired uh receivers, his running backs, the offensive line. The right defense now. is still <laughs> trash. Guys, come on now. Come on. You can't expect a playoff win from a seventh-year quarterback who has a 78% completion percentage. That's just preposterous. Ludicrous. Oh, my gosh. Get out of here. You're not real Raiders fans. I don't even know why I podcast with you two knob jobs. (laughs) Wow. Wow, Jeez. was that family friendly? I don't even know if that was family friendly. I don't know, but it sounded funny. It got the people going. It's provocative. Uh, uh, so I, I, I'm with I'm with uh I'm with Birch. Um I, I you got if you if you're gonna make it into the playoffs, um you, you gotta you gotta win. Like Carr's gotta win a playoff game this year. Year seven, it's gotta be it's not enough to make the playoffs. You got to win it. You, you got to win something in the playoffs for me to be like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Things are getting better. You know, the future's looking good. Add a couple more pieces. You know, we'll, we'll keep getting better. And the thing is uh, like he granted, if he wouldn't have broke his leg in 2016, he would have had a playoff appearance and who knows what would have happened that year. But like he still hasn't appeared in the playoffs. Right. Right. And like, do I think Derek Carr could have beaten the Houston Texans in the playoffs and with our the team we had? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I it think, was I, Yeah, I think he could have. So you know, maybe you say, well, he already has a playoff win, but still, like, okay, one in six years. I don't know if that's enough for me, man. I don't know if that's a, those are enough playoff wins for me. So I, I think for me, it's got to be at least a, a, um, a playoff win this year. Uh, in order for me to say, yeah, you know what? I'll ride the car gravy chain. And I want to, Raider Nation. I, I make this point, and I always want to make it. Look, I want Carr to be good. I want him to be great. I want to win with this guy because I hate the turnover. And if there's one place that the turnover position takes the longest, it seems like, to recover from, it's the quarterback position. Of course, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson have kind of blown that whole that whole scenario, that whole preface out of the water. But, you know, that you could also argue that's kind of an, an exception. But I want to be at the exception, man. I want to be the exception. I want a team like, I don't like, if 9-7 and seven in playoffs, great. But I'd love to see this team go like, I, 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 you know, we could potentially, if we're as good as we think we should be, we should also be able to beat the Bills and the Jets this year. And I, we could easily have like 11-5 and five team. So, in my opinion, if we're as good as all the hype and everybody's going, oh yeah, we have all the pieces now, well then we need to go 11-5. and five. We need to go at least eleven and five if we think we're all that in a bag of chips. So, there. That's what I say. That's my two cents. So, um, guys, is there anything else? We we've just polished the season off. We're eight and eight, nine and seven. I like it. Um, do we have anything else for Raider Nation? Uh, it's man, no training camps, no nothing starting right now. So it's kind of tough. It's it's uh. Uh, are, do they, are, are the now the Raiders are doing their virtual mini camps? Yeah, aren't they? their rookie mini camp I think starts this week. Yeah, I believe I believe you're right. So hopefully all goes well there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see what happens and see how this team comes together. As always, you know, even when we go, you know, four and twelve the next season, I'm like, oh man, you know, this could be our year right here. We got the pieces, so you know, that's just 
what being a diehard Raider fan is all about, man. You just always got the hope. You keep the faith. So hopefully things will be better in 2020 and hopefully 2020 will continue to improve. It seems like we're starting to head in the right direction all the way around. So hopefully the Raiders will be on that train as well. So guys, you have anything else for Raider Nation before we sign off on this pod? Negative. I like it. Negative. Negative. All right. Raider Nation, as always, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening. We will see you or catch you in the next podcast. Just win, baby.